0: How are you all doing tonight? It's Pastor Garland, the Price with Common Ground Ministry, and also I'm the CEO. You know that of Launch It: Thirty Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success. With biblical principles. I'm so excited tonight to come to you to bring um, a message that the Lord shared with me to share with you all as entrepreneurs, um, leaders in ministry, business owners, marketplace ministers. And He wanted me to share with you that in order for you to be successful, you've got to have the discipline that Noah had, you've got to have the discipline that Solomon had. In order to build the ark, Noah had to follow a specific set of instructions, right? In order for Solomon to rebuild the temple, God gave gave him specific instructions, tools, materials, etc. And so I want to share that with you on tonight because sometimes I think that we feel rushed in life, right? That we have to rush and do things. That we have to hurry up and get finished. We have to hurry up and get started. We got to hurry up and get to the next place. But we don't follow the instructions systematically, step by step, as God gives them to us, right? And so, again, I mentioned to you that I'm the author of "Launch It: 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success with Biblical Principles. So I want to talk to you just really quickly about my books. So the first book, of course, is a mindset book. And it talks to you about why marketplace ministry, why has God called us into the marketplace? And what does he want us to do specifically in the marketplace as business owners, right? And how can you marry or merge together ministry and marketplace so that you don't feel guilty about making money in the kingdom of God? Because some people genuinely do, right? But God said, I've given you the ability to get wealth. I'll tell you that all the time, right? But if you're new listening to me, you've heard it now and you'll hear it again, Right. My second book is a workbook. And this is everything that I did to earn a six-figure income as an entrepreneur and what, what I did every day, what my schedule looked like, what my processes looked like, what the steps were. Was it easy? No. Have I failed at times? Yes. But you're not going to be successful if you're afraid to fail, right? Because you you can't be successful if you're afraid to lose money. You can't be successful if you're afraid to blaze a trail right because a lot of times in what the lord has called us to do no one has the blueprint but god and so that's what i'm talking to you about tonight is noah had a blueprint right god told him what to do what to use and how to go about building the ark so that one how could he build an ark if he had never done it before and two you don't want to get out there when the world is covered by water right Completely covered in water and have a hole in the ark, right? So he had to follow the instructions that God gave him. King Solomon, right? God had promised David that his son would rebuild the temple. And so Solomon wanted to build the temple. Not wanted to. He was charged to build the temple to God's specific instructions, and so God has given you and I some specific instructions on building the kingdom, right? He's given us specific instructions, and He tells us to obey His commands, right? And He said, "Except the Lord build the house, it shall not stand." Glory to God. So the workbook is going to give you step by step instruction on what you can do to help launch your business, to get get your systems in place, get your marketing in place, and so. I want to share with you the scripture that God gave me um, for launch at 30 days to greatness. And it's Luke 5 and 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And so I just want to share with you in case you're new to the podcast. What does that verse of scripture even mean? That means that Peter had been fishing all night, right? And so when Jesus comes and he's walking along the lake of Gennesaret, He finds Peter um, cleaning his nets and getting ready to basically quit for the day. And so the Lord says, take me out, right? Take me further out from the shore. And so as he gets into the boat, the Lord tells Peter... um, put down your nets, let down your nets for a catch, but he took him out into the deep water. And we talked about on the last podcast, if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to listen to it. It's really great. And he told him to launch out into deep water. And I share with you that miracles happen out on the water. And so here it is. At first, Peter said, Lord, we've been fishing all night. And the Lord said, okay, but he said, at thine will. That's what Peter said to the Lord, at thine will. So they go out, and of course, many of you know the story. They catch such a great catch and such a great multitude of fish that they have to call their partners over, right? James and Zebedee to come over and help them because the boat was getting ready to sink. And so the revelation that God gave me is that when we follow what he's called us to do, not only is he going to bless us, he's going to bless other people as well because of our obedience to him. And so that's why it's so important. Why marketplace ministry? Because other people are going to be blessed based on your following God and obeying the commands of God. So let's talk about Noah and um, Solomon and the instructions that God gave them. So here it is in Noah, Noah built an ark with God's instructions in six, eight through 22. Now I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there are a couple of things that I want to share with you. And it said, these are the family records of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless during the times Noah communed with God. Noah fathered three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. By this time, the earth had become ruined, in God's opinion, and filled with violence. God looked at the earth, observing how corrupt this population had become because the entire human race had corrupted itself. So God announced to Noah, I've decided to destroy every living thing on earth because it has become filled with violence due to them. Look, I'm about to annihilate them along with the earth. So God is done with it, right? He's like, I'm over it. I'm going to start over. But because he found Noah to be a righteous man and his family, they were the only ones that were saved during the flood. We all know the story. So in Genesis Where are we? Genesis 6 and 14. It says, So make yourself an ark out of cedar. That was the first instruction on the material to use for the ark. Constructing compartments in it and cover it inside and out with tar because he's telling him, Cover it with tar so no water can penetrate, right? Because they're going to be covered with water. Mark, uh, make the ark like this 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for the ark and finish the walls to within one cubit from the top. Place the entrance in the side of the ark and build a lower, a middle, and an upper deck. For my part, I'm about to flood the earth with water and destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die. However, I will establish my covenant with you and you are to enter the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your son's wives, you are to bring two of every living thing into the ark so they may remain alive with you. They are to be male and female, from birds according to their species, from domestic animals according to their species, and from everything that crawls on the ground according to their species. Two of everything will come to you so they remain alive for your part. Take some of the edible food and store it away. These stores will be food for you and the animals. In Genesis 6, 8 and 22, it says Noah did all of this precisely as God had commanded. And so the Lord is saying that you've got to do everything I'm calling you to do precisely as I've commanded. Now, if something was 300 cubits, right? And if something was five cubits, I'm sorry, 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high this is a very large structure right and so unless noah follows god's specific commands put tar on the inside tar on the outside make a roof for it, put a door over here take two by two the two things are going to come to you creeping and crawling swimming and walking If he had not followed God's command, then God would have destroyed him, right? Because he found him to be righteous. But not only that, he met with success. The ark did not sink, right? He established a covenant with Noah, his sons, and his sons' wives, right? Because he found them to be righteous. And so had they not followed and obeyed the commands of the Lord, we wouldn't be here today. Technically, right? Because they were the only ones that survived the flood. Right and, and created a new earth because God said I was annihilating the earth. And so it is so important that when God gives you a specific blueprint and when he gives you specific instructions and when he gives you specific measurements of time, of materials, of processes, of things to do that we followed according to the will of God so that we will meet with a great success. Because not only was it about the success of Noah, it was about the success of his family, it was about the success of his um, generations to come, it was about about the success of the animals like kind male and female right every creeping crawling thing swimming thing and walking thing it was about the success of an entire cre- of creation right and so ask yourself the question has what has god called me to do that if i don't do it who will it impact Right, so while a lot of times we struggle to think God have you called me to ministry have you called me into the marketplace have you called me to be successful you have no idea how many people's lives and how many people you're gonna impact children and generations to come let's get started right so the next one is Solomon builds the temple and this is in first Kings 6 in the 480th year after the Israelites came out of Egypt in the fourth year of Solomon's reign over Israel in the month of Ziv the second month he began to build the temple of the Lord and so now for those of you that don't know it Solomon was a young king and so he was I don't want to say he was inexperienced but he lacked the experience of being a king and so he heavily relied on God do you heavily rely on God right I've never been a queen right? But my goal is to be a proverbial 31 woman, right? To be that Proverbs 31 woman and to follow and be a woman after God's own heart. And so therefore, I want to follow what the Lord is saying when he says do it because he already knows the beginning and the end. So in in 1 Kings 6 and 2, it says the temple that King Solomon built for the Lord was 60 cubits long, 20 wide and 30 high. So 60 cubits long, 20 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. It was a huge structure. And if you think about um the height and the width and the length of the temple it sounds like it was very close to the ark can you imagine how big the ark was but i digress right but the portico at the front of the main hall of the temple extended the width of the temple and that is 20 cubits and projected 10 cubits from the front of the temple he made narrow windows high up in the temple walls Against the walls of the main hall and inner sanctuary, he built a structure around the building in which there were side rooms. The lowest floor was five cubits wide, the middle floor six cubits, and the third floor seven. He made offset ledges around the outside of the temple so that nothing would be inserted into the temple walls. In building the temple, only blocks dressed at the quarry were used, and no hammer, chisel, or any other iron t- iron tool was heard at the temple site while it was being built. He respected that he was building something holy, and so therefore, he it, he respected that process, right? The entrance to the lowest floor was on the south side of the temple. A stairway led it to the middle level and from there to the third. So he built the temple and completed it, roofing it with beams and cedar planks. And he built the side rooms all along the temple, the height of each, which was five cubits. And they were attached to the temple by beams of cedar. The word of the Lord came to Solomon. As for this temple you are building, if you follow my decrees... Observe my laws and keep all of my commands and obey them. I will feel through you the promise I gave to David, your father, and I will live among the Israelites and will not abandon my people, Israel. So here it is. The Lord told Solomon, if you will follow through with my commands, if you will follow through with my instructions, I will keep my decree. Meaning, in other words, I'll keep my oath. I'll keep my covenant promise. I will keep my contractual agreement through my word with the Israelites if you follow through. Glory to God. And so that is what, and he said, I will not abandon my people. And so what is the Lord calling you to do, right? Are you keeping the, the presence of it holy? Are you building according to holy instructions? Are you following it according to the holy will of God, right? I'm sorry, let was coming back to the screen. Are you following everything that God told you to do and without including man, right? Because a lot of times we'll start out to build something, right? And we want to tell people, I'm fixing to do this. I'm getting ready to do that. In the South, we say, I'm fitting to, right? some people do. I'm fitting to do this, right? And then when you begin to tell people about it, they began to tell you, no, don't do it that way. No, you should do it this way. No, man, don't do it that way. No, it goes this way. Well, that's not how I would do it. This is how I would do it. But the Lord didn't give them the vision. The Lord didn't give them the blueprint. The Lord didn't give them the instructions. He gave it to you. He's giving you vision. So therefore, he's giving you provision and he's giving you specific instructions on how how he wants it done, right? That thing that he's called you to do in the marketplace that will lead and guide others See, he told Solomon, if you obey my commands, I'll keep my decree to David and I won't abandon the people of Israel. So that meant if Solomon didn't finish the temple according to the word of the Lord and completed the way that God told him to do it, God would potentially abandon the Israelites, right? He would potentially not keep his decree that he had made with David. That's a huge responsibility. And so I encourage if you say, well, I don't know what the Lord is telling me to do. I don't know what the Lord is saying. I don't know what the instructions are. Ask him right? Fast and pray. Turn your plate over. Give up coffee for a day. Give up food for a day. Whatever your vice is, give up smoking for a day. Give up drinking for a day. Whatever it is that you know that if you don't have it, you will feel suffering. You will feel some sense of loss, right? For me, that's coffee. Some days it's food. So that depends on what I'll fast from, whether it's coffee, sugar, food, things like that, right? There's many different types of fast. You can fast from meat. You can fast from soda. You can fast from all different types of things. And so um, when you begin to fast and pray, ask God, what are the instructions that you have for me that I might complete your mission in the earth realm, that the decrees you made with my ancestors and with my forefathers and with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that I can partake in that, right, as a marketplace minister. And so I encourage you, don't ask man right now I'm not saying there's not safety in a multitude of counselors that's the word of God but God's giving you a vision and he's giving you instruction and no one is going to come to you and tell you God's vision they're going to come to you and confirm God's vision so God speaks to you one-on-one and if you say you can't hear him just be a little bit more quiet just be a little bit more still I assure you that he's talking to you and he has a lot to say glory to God so I encourage you Go to my website, garlandaprice.com. You can purchase my books, The Mindset Book, and it's going to tell you all the reasons why it's so important for us to be in the marketplace. Everyone will not minister and preach behind the pulpit. They will not. Your pulpit may be your books. Your pulpit may be your poems. Your pulpit may be your baking business. Your pulpit may be your online boutique. Your pulpit may not be a structure like that one that Solomon was building, right? Noah's pulpit was an ark. Glory to God. And so wherever you are, there's the Lord. He said, where two or more gathered and touch and agree pertaining to anything in my name, I'm in the midst, right? So your pulpit may be at vendor events. Your pulpit may be a beauty business. Glory to God. Ask God what it is and, and ask him for the instructions on how he wants you to build it and go about building it for his, for the glory of his kingdom. And then the second book is a workbook because a lot of times you know what to, you know what to do. You don't know how to do it. Right. And so I have instruction on there on how to build um, a database. Right. Instructions on how to go out and market your business every day. Instructions on what to say to people, potential scripts that you can use. Instructions on where you can go, memory joggers on who you can talk to. Where can you find potential business for yourself? It is such rich information that God called me to write for you glory to God and so God has a purpose and a plan for all of us here in the marketplace and so you've got to be like Noah and have stick-to-itiveness you've got to be able to follow instructions and you got to be able to be detailed and specific you've got to be like Solomon and be able to follow instructions be specific and be detailed so that other people can be blessed according to the word of God because you completed the task that God has for you here in the earth realm and in the spirit realm so I'm Pastor Garland DePrice I'm the CEO of Launch It 30 Days to Greatness six figure success with biblical principles and why is why do I say six figures right because some of you may have already made six figures or maybe you want to scale it up my books will help you scale it up to the glory of god amen because god does not desire us to be broke god does not desire us to be in marketplace ministry and not have money lydia was a cloth dealer in the bible right she sold cloth and, and cloth and um cloths of purple and fine linen she was a wealthy woman glory to god the proverbs 31 woman she um, planted vineyards she had a wine business she had a handmade um sewing business. She was a businesswoman, a successful wife, a successful mom. She was not broke. Glory to God. Aquila and Priscilla were tent makers. Aquila and Priscilla could not have been broke making tents. They made tents with Paul, right? When he would come and he would come to visit. So they were, they were not broke people in the Bible, just prophesying and preaching the word of God. So God is not calling us to be broke. Right? And so I know that that's, that's something to think about because um, for so many years, people talked about prosperity ministries and it was all about money and all about this. But God is saying that I've given you the ability to get wealth, that if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, everything else will be added unto you. Glory to God. So we're going to keep talking about these things. We're going to keep building you up as marketplace ministers so that you can go out into the vineyard and make disciples of men and when people, win souls for the kingdom of the glory of God through your business and god said i'm gonna fund you and finance you while you're out there glory to god i'm gonna pay you to be out in the marketplace ministry so we gotta get your businesses started we gotta get them off the ground we gotta get them flourishing we have to get them scaled up and we got to launch out into the deep because guess what Luke 5 and 4, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch, right? He's made us fishers of men. So it's time for us to launch out into the deep. I'm Garland DePrice, CEO of uh, Glamour Cosmetics. Lord, I have a cosmetics company, CEO of Launch Launched 30 Days to Greatness, six-figure success with biblical principles. God bless you, and we will talk to you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.